A favor for Freddy had its first drive through pet pantry this past Saturday, April 25th. We were so happy to be able to help some San Diego pet parents. We cannot thank those who came out to volunteer enough. Your kindness and generosity of your time warmed our hearts. Thank you for cheering Freddy's name. As you said, we did it. For Freddy. We hope to produce many more of these in the near future. Please consider donating at www.afavorforfreddy.org. Also, please remember to follow us on Spotify, iTunes, or Stitcher. I am currently working on episode 3 regarding grief and pet loss. But for now, I wanted to tell you a little bit about how this foundation came to be. Thank you for listening. My sister lost her two heart dogs a few months apart from each other. Dolce from complications due to cancer and Freddy from pulmonary hypertension. She said, Dolce fought so hard. He did. I was there. She fought so hard too, waking up every couple of hours to administer medications for years. One thing veterinarians always say about my sister's pups is that no one else could provide the life she does for her little ones. It isn't just the fact that she researches everything they eat, play with, and live with. It isn't just that they are all up to date on blood work and medications, every inch of skin, every mold checked and double checked. It's how she takes care of them, selflessly, even when taking care of them is hard. When some would give up or give in, she makes sure they are at their happiest every day until the end of their days. I asked my sister if she wanted to speak on this week's podcast. She said she wouldn't be able to get through it. So she wrote some words that are living in her about loving and losing Freddy and asked me to share them with you. The sweetest, most loving, golden-colored boy of all has taught me so much in his time here on Earth. I learned from him patience as he sat ever so quietly while children and adults loved on him, petted him, hugged him, and gave him kisses on that little head of his over the years. He let everyone feel calmness, hope, and love wherever he was. With his gentle eyes and soft snorts, for a moment, people had no pain, no worries, and time stood still for them. And Freddy. He taught me to be silly and how to make others smile and laugh. He would let me dress him up in anything, from costumes to outfits to hats, all without any fuss. He saw the big grins and heard the thunderous laughs that erupted when he entered a room, holding his head a little bit higher so that everyone could see. He has taught me to leave the world a little bit better than how we found it. I know he has personally brought me peace. When life was getting a little too fast-paced and hectic, that serenity, as he laid by my side and I ran my fingers over his soft golden fur, let me take a break and reassured me that everything was going to be all right. Four months later, I still don't know how to handle the pain and grief that I feel. For me, I have been avoiding posts, comments, even some pictures of my beloved boy. In some strange way, 
maybe if I don't acknowledge it, it didn't really happen. And I will come around the corner and he will be lying in his favorite bed, waiting for me to love him and give him his belly rubs. In my head, I know that this is not helping me to heal, but in my heart. Ray Bradbury wrote, Everyone must leave something behind when he dies, my grandfather said. A child, or a book, or a painting, or a house, or a wall built, a pair of shoes made, or a garden planted. Something your hand touched some way so your soul has nowhere to go when you die. And when people look at that tree or that flower you planted, you're there. This foundation was born from wanting to carry on Freddy's love and kindness. As time is passing, it is becoming more apparent, as his mom said, that this is going to be her key in keeping his memory alive and in helping her heal. <laughs>